right, we up, man. How you doing, Paige? Doing good. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. She came in. We, you know, what I'm saying we got the we got the polar caps going. It's global warming everywhere but here. I think um, it's about to snow. I hope it doesn't snow. I think it's honestly. You ever you ever uh s- s- like s- uh, outside when it's not snowing, but it smells like snow? Yeah. You ever get that feeling? Or like the frost on the cars? Like depending yeah. on how the. I don't know how it looks on the cars at night. That's how you determine if it's going to snow or not. Yeah. I feel like we're going to get snow this year. We, we, we ain't really had um, much snow in a few years. Yeah, I don't think... Did it snow last year? I don't I don't think so. Uh, I don't think it snowed. Nah. It was like yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It, it, it's probably been like probably like a good five, six years. I remember like we used to... Um, like five, six years ago, we used to... Like it was when it was like a foot of snow, which around here is like a lot. Yeah. But we would, um, we would get snowboards and, like, uh, get, like, a rope and attach it to the back of the car. Yeah. And just, like, get pulled around the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Suburban, real suburbia snowboarding. No, I, I remember times like that. I think what I used to do, make, like, snow ice. You know, you get milk, sugar, and shit. Wait, wait, what's that? <laughs> um, I don't know. You just take fresh snow. You put milk and sugar in it and just drink it. Kind of like, it was like my own concoction. For real? Yeah. Oh, but it'd be like a slushy, I guess, and Kinda, she would have yeah. the snow. Yeah. But it's pretty much like you're putting it's water. It's like iced coffee. You're putting water in the... Uh, yeah. And what's it called? You want you drink coffee? I mean, I'm sure you see... I'm on my iced um, coffee vibes. Not really. I would get into coffee, though, but I don't really drink coffee like that. Yeah? Yeah. I fuck with that. fuck with it. What's your, uh, what's your favorite food? Favorite food? Pasta. I love pasta. Oh, my gosh. Love pasta. Yeah? How about yours? My favorite food? Probably... I chicken do get sliders. chicken sliders a lot. Uh, it's a certain spot I go to. I won't say it on the record, but I get chicken sliders from there. Um, I don't know. I just made some. Uh, I just made some shit I haven't made ever before. Some what? Like I just made some stuff I never made before. Oh, like yeah. yesterday. Well, it's like it's like a Bosnian meal. Um, it's basically just like stuffed peppers. Yeah. With like um, like potato and like a little bit of onion. Mhm. Pretty fire. My dad used to make stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where you um? Where you from? I'm from, well, I was born overseas, but I'm from Virginia Beach in Chesapeake. Yeah? Where, where overseas? London. Did you tell me that before? Yeah. Or did G, I feel like G Lit might have told me that too, because y'all, y'all just went to UK, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Are you from, like, near that area I went to? No, well, the area that we were in, I wasn't actually near, like, where I was born and stuff, because I was born there when I was little, so I don't really remember much, because my parents were stationed over there overseas. Yeah. Um, oh, I think you told me that when you did the um, the art segment. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was fire. That shit was fire, though. Like, to be in that space and just to be overseas and, like, this is where I was born at. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. How many, uh, like, how many shows did you do? <clears throat> Damn, excuse me. How was your, like, experience over there? So my experience, it was very, over. I'll be very honest, it was very overwhelming because it's, like, my first time being overseas, like, away from my family. So I was a little overwhelmed. But, like, other than that, we had, like, three to four shows. It was, like, the main Rich Mix London that you've seen every, uh, everyone on, Shyland, G-Lit. Monet, and then we had like a few open mics, so it was like a total of three to four shows. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to like um talk to the fucking like fans out there, or just, uh, people, or did you like go explore? Yeah, so there's this um, one individual I've known him since I started dropping music, it's been like four or five years. So, like, I finally got to meet him in person. I only like spoke spoke to him over the internet, so being able to like to see him in person, that shit was crazy. Yeah. So, I was like, that was hard. You told him like he was coming and shit, and he came, yeah, out? and he came to came to the show and um, got to see me perform. Yo, it's a few people that I really, like, met on the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got friends in, like, um, like Portland, fucking, like, L.A., um, like, New York, different spots. People used to meet online. 
And it'd be weird. Like, <clears throat> I was actually working with a producer from um, from Uruguay. Mm-hmm. I think it's in South America. It's like some like 21, 22-year-old dude out there fucking making beats and shit. But yeah, so that's, that's the internet. You can really like, yeah, you could tap in with different people, get like, uh, even like as far as creativity. No, nah, facts. That's how I met a few people in like D.C. area, um, L.A., just everywhere for for real. Just, you know, having the internet. Mm. That's like the craziest connections. Philly, Philly too. Yeah. I ain't never been to Philly. My parents go out there a lot, though. They have, like, yeah. this, like, China business. They, like, kind of travel around. Um, my they, mom's from out there. Like, my mom's side. Yeah. So, I I travel there, like, maybe every year, every other year. Yeah. So, okay. So, you coming up, um, born in London. Yeah. And how old were you when you came to Virginia Beach? Um, Probably, like, three, four. Three, yeah. four. Three, four years old. Yeah. That's how I was when I came from Bosnia when I was, like, three, four, too. Yeah. So your parents are both in in the military? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I would have stayed there, though. I wish I would have, like, grew up there. Because, like, being over there, it's so different from over here. So different. What What's some of the main differences, you think? Um, as, One thing is, like, the violence. It's not as violent over there. But they don't even have opinion. guns, right? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, like, even the police, right? Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Like we, we but they had, get my motherfuckers getting stabbed up, though. Believe yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that. They're pulling, <laughs> the, they pulling out with the, you know, yeah. the actual stick. Their open mics, oh, it was crazy. Like, and they love, um, they love us. Like, when I say us, like United States, like they love yeah. people from, especially from VA, from over here. So, yeah, it's just another vibe. They so they specifically, uh, you talked to people that knew like of Virginia and was like talking about Virginia. Yeah, well, when we had went to an open mic, they were just playing. They were playing Pharrell a lot. Like they were doing their breakdowns uh, or cover. It was like a cover band. It was a lot of. A lot of U.S. records and shit. What's some other like tourist shit you did out there? Um, we went to the like club. some main attractions or something. You go some, like what are they? What's that? What's in London? They got some like main. Yeah, they have. Um, there's a London Bridge. I saw that. Oh yeah, London Bridge. Got yeah. to ride on like the buses and shit. Um, the, we the red buses with yeah. multiple floors. Yeah. I, seen them I almost movies. fell off. I can't uh. be honest. I was coming up the steps. So I almost slipped. But one of those. Um, there was like this street way of like clubs and shit, and then like corner stores. So. Yeah, it was fire. Yeah. It What's was fire. I think I know people speak English out there and was it like French too, I think? Or what else I speak out there? They do speak French. I yeah. remember I was like and we were in one of the one of the clubs and like he didn't know anything I was saying. I didn't know anything he was saying. Who? Someone that spoke French. Oh yeah, but y'all had a conversation? Or I, tried I guess to? with like facial <laughs> facial expressions, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, be. yeah. Um Yeah, so I guess maybe we can back up a little bit. So okay, so you come back from um from London, you move here. You want to tell us kind of just a little bit about just coming up and how you even got into music? Yeah, so uh, I knew I always wanted to to do music, but I really wasn't confident in my voice or just I didn't really have the resources or know who to go to. So it was really around my um, 11th grade in high school, I met EK. That's kind of like where I started singing. You know, that's where we started doing demos. I started doing open mics, started doing shows. And that's kind of where I started. Who's uh, who's EK? Produced by E.K., Eli Wilkerson. Um, damn, I didn't mean to put your government out there. But he's an up-and-coming producer. His social security number is. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> now he's up, not even up-and-coming. Like, I feel like I should like pull some shit up right now, but he's that nigga. Yeah. He's a um, Chesapeake producer. Chesapeake? Yeah. So were you, like, what was your like early life like? <clears throat> were you doing any fucking... Were you I, into sports or not any even. activities? No, I was really into, uh, I really knew I wanted to do music, so I was in, like, the choir at church, little shit like that, but no sports, mainly just, um, 
like DECA, like, you know, like the marketing marketing classes where they teach you how to do like resumes and cover letters and shit but yeah in high school i really knew i wanted to do music so i didn't really invest my energy in anything else uh, so you're working with that dude ek yeah um i know you haven't really i don't think you actually dropped any music this year i think you've been doing features right yeah it's mainly just been features what was the thought behind that um so i have records well like i have certain records that are that are just like not done at this time they're like half done so and I have a few singles in mind, but I keep changing my mind a lot. So that's kind of the reason why, like, no music coming out right now. Because yeah, you, I think, like, when you go on your Spotify, like, the uh, peers on, you did, like, a lot of you. I think you did, like, a good, like, 10. Yeah. Like, on, like, a peer, like, 10 projects or something like that. Yeah, no. EXO, she loves EXO. There's an artist from North Carolina, Marley Hendrix. We've done a few collabs. Scott Free Preach. Shout out to Scott Free. Um, there's a few more that haven't come out yet. Yeah. Yeah, I think the first time I seen you was at fucking Utopia. Actually, we were just talking about Utopia. Yeah, you were the tryouts. The tryouts, which I don't even think anybody... No. Did that show even happen? No, it didn't. Because that was for, what, EDL Fest, right? EDL, yeah. And it didn't even happen. I was hyped for that, too, though. I was really hyped. Even if I, like, didn't get it, I would have still been excited to see the lineup. Yeah. Like, she goes crazy every year. <clears throat> yeah, so I seen you. I was out there. I seen you outside talking to Gifted Hands. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the first time I've ever seen you. Um, that boy been snapping. Crazy. He just did a... Um, you seen the freestyle? Y'all seen the freestyle did. he did on the fucking, I don't know what show that was, but where he like spelled out, it was like, how is this dude snapping or something like that? He like spelled it out with his bars or whatever. Mm -hmm. That was pretty hard. I no, that was hard. Uh, did you see the recent freestyle he just did? Which like one? Like the most, most recent? I thought that was the most recent. Which one are you talking about? I don't know if that's the one you're talking about, but I think it's two that I'm thinking of, but I've seen it. It looked like on a radio show? Yeah. That, I think that's the same one. Gotcha. Uh, nah, he's been going crazy. That boy been snapping, man. Yes. Yeah, so um, you came here for the off-world art segment. That was cool. That was cool. I feel like it was real, like, um, it seemed like real authentic. You're a, you're a joint. Oh, yeah. We were oh, still, I thought that was early on, too. We were still working on the lighting. Yours was, like, yeah. pretty dim. But I, I think at that time, I kind of liked it that way. It was Not like a, like, almost like a dark. Like starry, kind of like. Not dramatic, but just kind of like the dimmer light. I feel yeah. like it had like a certain vibe. No, those are like my, that's my favorite thing. Cause I like to be in the dark a lot. Like okay. that's just kind of how I am. So that, that shit was fire. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be sitting in your room in the dark? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Not on some sad shit, just on some just chill shit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it, man. So you working with EK. Um, that's where you start making music. He, I guess he was recording you too? Yeah, he was recording me at the time. Yeah. What, um. And producing. Who who um who else what other producers you're working with right now? Um so official A Lil Sounds like a vibe, he's so fire. Who else? There's an individual from Philly that I was um introduced to. His name is EK as well. And that's about it for right now. What are the odds though to really work with two producers named EK? It's crazy. And then like Holy the sounds God. that they send me, it's just it's out of this world. So they definitely got that sound. Yeah. I, um, the Shades of You song, mm -hmm. I fuck with how you put up um, on like on platforms. You have like three versions of that song. Yeah, like the regular, the the live version, and I'm, I'm saying right, is it Derek's mix? Darius, Darius, Darius remix. Uh, yeah, that that mix is pretty far. Yeah, so because I remember first doing the the original one, he that was produced by Josh Crown Hernandez, and then. I really wanted to, I don't know, add like live instruments to it. So Pump was on the drums, T minor was on the piano, and then there's another artist slash engineer that I record with, Will. He was on the bass. 
So after that was done, and then Darius just remixed it, and I asked him if I could, like, you know, use the song for recording and releasing, and that's really how that came about. Because yeah. I kind of wanted to give, like, because I love different versions of the song, so I was like, if I just put it out this way, many people, m many people would have different versions that they would love as well. I think in that video, too, where, yo, did you used to be bald? That might be a silly yeah, question. Yeah, I did. Okay, because I was watching <laughs> My that. hair, I used to have a low cut. Yeah, I was watching yeah. the video, but you were like bald and not bald in the same video. Yeah. Did you, was that a wig or did you just shoot that at different times? I just shot it at different times. Oh, okay. Yeah. How far? How far? That was probably a silly question. How, <laughs> no, good. Like, when, like when, when did you shoot? The time frame. Yeah, like the two different so that parts. Was, that was between um, Flyway and Shades of You. It, it was a minute because we were sitting on Flyway for a very long time. Well, not a very long time. It was just really trying to like get the perfect video honestly so we just shot a lot of times but the time frame was about maybe two to three months yeah that i thought she was on your damn i want to say angel angelina jolie shit like where you shave like you know like uh girls will shave their head for a movie role yeah like if you did that for the music video in a, like the same day like we, whatever you know what I'm yeah saying? In the i mean i kind of did it though for that reason for the video yeah what was the idea i guess behind being bald well i mean i i I actually is, wanted is to cut. Right, is that the right way? Should I say shortcut? I'm saying bald. Like, you're bald, bald. I mean, it's the same uh, thing. All right. um, I really wanted to cut my hair, though, like, to kind of go deep about my hair. I had dyed it at the time. It was, like, very damaged due to, like, yeah, like bleaching. And, yeah, I just wanted to cut. I wanted something. I wanted something different. And then just kind of mixing, like, the colors, bleaching, doing red, purple. I don't know. It was a vibe. Yeah, I fuck with it. That was yeah. a cool video. Um, Another cool video I think you had was the, I want to say it was, I don't know. I forgot what song it was. I think you were in New York, though. Like, you were, like, walking through a city. Yeah, it was we were in like New York. The, uh, that was Shades of You, yeah. So you were, you were there for that video? Yeah. That was Shades of You, too? Mm-hmm. So which one am I talking about with the... You're talking about Flyway. That was the one with the yeah. shortcut. Okay. And actually, the beginning, um, some of the scenes where I was, like, in the grass, my hair was curly, and then I cut it. So it was, like, a back-and-forth thing. Uh, yeah. I fuck with it, man. Thank you. Yeah, you was on your, you was on your Angelina Jolie. Um yeah. That it's fucking it's crazy that 2022 is already over like i feel like this i don't know at the same time to me it feels like the year just started and then i felt like it's been going on for fucking ever yes I don't know. it's about to be a whole other year how you, how you feel about kind of just everything you've done this year like i feel like you did like a bunch of features you've been doing a lot of shows like i'm very proud of myself i've done yeah. a lot of shows like a lot of shows so i think this year i got to really see myself in action and like kind of just put my fear aside and just really you know what i mean like this is what i want to do just go ahead and do it so i'm fear very like proud performing and stuff yeah yeah you said do i like performing not so like your fear of like performing yeah because yeah. i'm like i get very nervous in front of people like even though i've performed many times i don't know i just be like awkward and shit yeah i feel like every time we talked it was almost a little awkward yeah remember when we talked at the um <laughs> What was the outside joint we did? This is I'm laughing. Um, you know what was it? What's I forgot the, what it's called. Uh, we the shit that we what is it called that we did the outside podcast the live shit. Yeah, I remember that. That was a little awkward. Like I don't yeah. know. It wasn't. I don't feel like it was awkward the first time we met the art no, segment. It wasn't. That was pretty chill. Yeah. Um, that's how it is for me too. Like, I don't. I feel like going through those phases sometimes too. Like. Yeah, it just could, a lot of people. It's, you know, kind of makes me nervous sometimes. So. It's like yeah. being a. It's like a. <laughs> two sides of the coin it's like you really you an artist you a performer but then you also kind of like can be an introvert yeah and it's like i think that just goes to show like people are still human human but like yeah. multifaceted people are multiple things like yeah and it could kind of depend on how you feel that day or at the time or whatever and that's like the hardest thing because like you know sometimes when i have upcoming shows or like whatever it is it's like uh 
human interaction. Like I have to like make those connections. But that must be that must be harder than performing. Yeah, it's like very, talking to people after. Or yeah, before. it's very hard. But again, that's just me though. Like some people thrive in this. Some people are like are like the opposite. But like being an introvert, it's like very just nerve wracking for me sometimes. But it's not too bad. Yeah. Is this yeah. your is this your was this your like first year really performing a lot? Um, yeah, before I, I really, I was doing a lot of open mics, but this year was, um, a lot of showcases. I've been on more showcases than open mics this year. So last year was open mics. This year was like mainly showcases. What's been your experience with, with showcases? Um, I love it. I think the thing with showcases, you get to meet so many artists that you don't know of. Like a, it was like a whole roster of females, like a whole female lineup. So for me to be in that and to see how other females perform and their set and just being able to see that in real time, it's like so fire. Yeah. Ah, fuck with it. Um, what are some other things you feel like helps you kind of just get over that fear of just exp- not exploring, but like just, you know what I mean? People still that. Is it is it like actually doing the music? Do you feel like that gives you like comfort in it yeah and just wanting to hear my shit out like just yeah. wanting to to be able to go to apple music and just see a new shit or to go plan the video or you know what i mean go plan the run like to to go through that process that's kind of what you know keeps me motivated to keep doing it yeah. and to get out of my comfort zone because i can't be scared forever like it's not it's not gonna work like that yeah you don't really grow in your comfort zone no you don't you know what i'm saying it's like um i know for me personally every time like even I've actually been thinking about this recently. Even like in my states of like, I don't want to say depression because I'm not depressed, but it's like I go through kind of different phases throughout the year where it's like sometimes I'm I'm feeling more confident or like certain times like where I might not want to talk to somebody or I'm feeling kind of like uh, unmotivated or whatever. But I, also, I always realize after I kind of get out of that hump that I always kind of get better after that. It's like yeah. it's like um. It's like gauges. It's like, okay, like I have gauges, right? If you want to take your gauges out, they say you have to like take them out, right? But then you have to keep um, opening the wound mm-hmm. for it to get, to close up more. Like if you just leave regularly, it won't close up. But if you like scratch at it or like, I never did this, but like remake the wound fresh, it'll actually heal more. So it's like, I feel like that's kind of the same way in life though, for real. Like you really gotta, you gotta get scabbed up. No, you gotta you like, you know? Because it teaches you like, like what you want. I was even talking to my brother about this shit. Like it teaches you to know what you want, what you don't want, what you're not going to accept. Or or if you're just trying to, you know what I mean, really make it out of here. You really got to get out of that comfort zone and not really, I guess, let those bad days or sad moments, you know, just stop you from what you really want to do for for. Yeah. What was it like for you coming up like in high school? So I know you started working with EK in high school. Um, Did you have a friend group at, at that point that was also like creative or you kind of? Not really. It really started when I was, like, coming out of high school. And the people that I first started with, they were already established. So it wasn't that process of, like, you know, in your high school, you find partners, you find friends that are, like, into the same things you are. Mine was kind of, like, at a later time. It was, like, around 17, 18. And then I was, like, around people that were, like, much older than me and much more into the music than I was at the time. What like were you, uh, What has been some of your jobs after high school? After high school, I worked at Pizza Hut. All right, my dad used to work there. Target, um, call centers, and like delivery, delivery driver and shit. I fuck with it. Yeah. I feel like um, there's a certain type of person that works at call centers. What's that kind of, <laughs> what's that kind of person? Because I'll be, I'll be honest, working at call centers, 
you know? I feel like I've met that works at a call center, like, similar. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. What call center do you work at? It was at Capital One. Capital One? Yeah. I was at the credit card joint. Mm-hmm. You had to get sell people they were in debt. Yeah, we need that money real quick. No, not I was in the collections. It was mainly like tech support, like troubleshooting browsers and mobile apps and shit. Yeah. yeah. You you into like technology and shit? Like Kinda, yeah. I, yeah. I do I haven't done like any recently, but I do like websites. I make my own websites, shit like that. For yourself or for other people too? I've made one for another person, yeah. And for myself. For myself mainly. Uh, what what website are you using to make websites? It's funny you gotta <laughs> use a website to make a website. Uh, you could use Squarespace, you could use Wix. Yeah. Um or it it really kinda depends on your skill level, your skill set. Some people can like build them from just like coding, Shopify. Just kinda depends on what somebody wants to do. How'd you get into that? Kinda just had a necessity, you needed a website? Yeah, that's really what it was. So and then it's just, it's really like if I know how to do it myself, I don't have to get somebody else to do it. So just taking the time to learn it. I feel like my dad always kind of taught me that. I'm I'm the same way. Like I I, I sometimes even to my detriment, I'll try to do every yeah, everything, which can be a bad I mean? thing at times. Yeah. It's like you know, what I mean, if you have the resources, you know, let somebody else take the stress off of you. But it's like if you know how to do it, might as well just do it yourself. It you, just depends on the individual, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you got to know how to trust, you know what I'm saying, trust people, trust the team, you know what I'm saying. Um, we all got strengths and weaknesses, like you, yeah. you can't do everything. Um, so, okay, um, I'm trying to, you said you you were proud of this year. Yeah. What What do you think is um, some of your top proudest moments, I guess, of the year? It was definitely the 420-ish festival in, in Portsmouth, going to London for sure. Oh, you was on the news for that too, right? Yeah. I seen that. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. Uh, I was fired. And I think it was crazy because, like, the um, there's an individual that I get, like, get my glasses by. He was like, I saw you on the news. So, like, when I felt that moment, I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, bigger than me. But not, I want say that was Wavy. Wavy yeah. News 10, maybe. Yeah, yeah it was, I think it was Wavy News 10, yeah. That's and Wavy. Yeah, you always have this, like, matter of fact, you, that's your style glass. I just really noticed that. Yeah. You be having, like, well, I guess you have different colors, too, right? Mm-hmm. But that, like, that style, is that I a local brand? Glasses. You said what? Is that a local brand? No, I don't know the brand at this very moment, but there's like an eye, eye shop I go to, you know, to like regular checkup and then I just pick my glasses. Oh, so it was a prescription? Yeah. Hard. You might have the hardest uh, prescription glasses. I, I really thought they were just uh, fake or not no. fake, but just regular glasses. Yeah. But those two moments for sure. Yeah, those are my proudest moments. Uh, the 420-ish, I want to say. In London. Uh, yeah, that was fire for me. That's almost like giving, like traveling like you in London. Like I'm yeah. trying to. G-Lay was telling me a little bit about that show when she was on. She was telling me some shit like um, the guy that set it up, her manager, I think, was one of them, right? But he was talk like he set it up with some guy that was in the music industry, but he was telling me he used to, I think he invested in some like tech company or some some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know anything about that? Yeah. Um, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Play, Playfair Productions. That was an individual who like invested into the actual trip going to London in the show. I met him met him a few times at a few networking events. Yeah. But yeah, that's really about it though. I seen you had a couple placements too. I think you were on an airway playlist. Yeah. You was on was the hard. perfect play. Mm-hmm. Yo, is Colt run perfect play? No, that's um Oh man. Okay, is, per- is perfect play a local like out of a Virginia thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Huey. Huey? Yeah. And for 
I don't remember the other. I don't remember his name. I don't want to mispronounce his name. But yeah. Yeah. But they've been, he's been having that since I actually started on the come up like 2017. So Perfect Play's been around for a long time. Yeah, I almost thought that was culture. What's culture called then? You know what I'm talking about? It might not be his, but he has a um, rooftop. Yeah, rooftop. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think a rooftop is actually his. Rooftop Collective is it. Yeah. I just seen him last night. So an airwave just like reached out. I was like, yo, send a song through. Yeah, I think they were having submissions and I just uh, submitted Shades of You. Yeah, I got to see it. Now, the second time, it was me and my homie Marley Hendrix. We had a song up there. I think it was Geometry. I was surprised about that when oh, I was two airway playlist. Yeah, I didn't even see that one. Yeah, that was hard. That was no submission. That was just yeah, that was just, random shit. Yeah, so I was I was excited about that. But but now little little stuff like that or big stuff like that. That's really what makes me just so excited. Like damn, like people uh, are watching or damn, they really fuck with it. What's some other What's some other times like you or some other shit you feel like gets you out your comfort zone? Like you talking about stepping out your comfort zone? Um. Just doing it. I think, like, if I don't overthink it, whether it's, like, a show, performance, or just making a song, that's kind of just what keeps me out of my comfort zone, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You said you got a lot of music in the cut. Yeah. That you haven't been dropping? It's like... When are you going to start dropping that? Um, When I finish these... um, It's, like, half-done songs, so once they're done, I'm going to put music out. You you got people tapping in with you from London still that you, like, met out there? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly the individual that I told you I met before that I had already known him. And there's another individual I met, Tommy Evans. He's a rapper from out there. He, you know, he taps in, you know, just checks on me, see how I'm doing with the music or like what's upcoming. Yeah. And there's a few individuals that I follow that I just kind of, you know, keep up with, look at their Instagram, little stuff like that. You trying to mar- Are you trying to like market over there? <coughs> now, now that you've kind of been over there, I guess. And, yeah. um, you know, like targeted marketing on Instagram. Are you... Mm-hmm. Are you trying to market over there? I will eventually. I mean, that's kind of like been in the back of my mind. I'll be very honest because being out there, it's like, it is another market. I don't always want to, you know, be, be in Virginia or be local. I definitely want to have my music out in other, other, other places. Yeah, I think we better really go crazy with the marketing 2023. Yeah. I think up until now, it's really been like... Um, groundwork. Groundwork, building a catalog, you know what I'm saying? Um Finding the right resources or, you know, finding what fits. Yeah. I really, I mean, as far as resources, I don't really feel like you need much. I mean, I mean, if you're just making music or like in this case, a podcast, yeah, you need your initial, you know what I'm saying? Your cameras, you know, microphone, shit like that. But after that, it's really just the, like the groundwork, like you said, like you got to actually, you got to do it over and over. You got to actually get good at it. You know what I'm saying? You got to, um, now you got to be ready for that moment. No, you do. And you gotta have you gotta have something to promote. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't just like have like one of a couple episodes, really a couple songs, whatever, and start pushing shit. I mean, you could push it, but it's like I feel like it's cooler. Um, like you can build a deeper connection with the initial fan base you find if they have something to go back to. Exactly. And check out or whatever. And something to hold, like sell. You know what I mean? Like whether it's like merchandise or yeah. just something that makes them feel closer to you. But now definitely music, full projects, I feel like albums, mixtapes, like that's really what separates, you know, individuals who do it on a short-term basis versus like wanting to be in this for like a long time. Uh, you selling merch right now? No, not yet. I have a few ideas though. Um, I am working on something I'm very excited about, but it's not ready. It's kind of like- The merch or? No, it's like, uh, um, it's a makeup line. Mm. I really want to get into like makeup and- 
some other stuff. But yeah, that's kind of in the works oh, right secretive, now. Secretive, right? Well, no, a, perf- <laughs> a perfume line, like shit like that. Cause like, perfume? Yeah. What would a page joiner perfume smell like? Um, Swag. It would smell very sweet. Like a hint of vanilla, kind of. A hint? Yeah. Oh, you said a hint of vanilla? Oh, yeah. Okay. Very sweet, though. Very, very sweet, very light. So I'm very excited. I've made like my own perfume before, but now I kind of want to like do oils and like perfume and oils. Have you been like researching fucking uh, makeup and perfume and shit, like trying to get into this? Yeah. What's some What's some stuff you learned? Um, finding the right supplier, for sure. Um, knowing the right smell. Like me and my brother were just kind of mixing oils the other day, and when you mix them, like it may smell good, but it doesn't have like an after. Like if you wake up the next morning, it doesn't smell that good. It's not, it's not yeah, it's not like a long-lasting smell. Knowing which oils to mix together, like just because it smells smells good, doesn't mean like it'll mix well. Where are you getting the oils from to mix? Um, there's a lot of shops around here, okay. and I like when I used to go to Philly. Oh, I still go to Philly every time I visit visit my cousin, visit my family. They have like shops downtown that just have like big bottles of oil, so I just be mixing them. I guess too, it's like maybe different, like people, like different people will smell or like like d- different smells. No, they do. So it's like like some people uh, may may prefer like something light, something masculine, something strong. It just really depends. Everyone has like a different taste in things. You know, it's crazy. I was never really into cologne. Yeah. For for and a, some like, people just don't like cologne, like yeah. or they just don't. Want I would be smelling. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like that natural <laughs> smell. I'm on that. I'm on that nature. And I used to, like, back... I feel like in high school, I did. Like, I'll go on a date to the movies with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put some cologne on. You put know that, what I mean? Put the axe on. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to remember that. Like, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, it smells so good. You know the ass commercials? Uh, remember the old ones where, like, oh girls gosh. would attack the guys? Yeah. They'll spray it on. It's like girls are just chasing you down. You feel yeah. like Travis Scott. Travis Scott need to have an axe commercial, actually. That'll bring you back. No, I remember Set those days. Up. Or, like, the brown bottle, you know what I'm talking about? I don't oh, know the actual oh, name, the axe? but... Yeah. Uh, the yeah. chocolate. Uh, yeah. You used to wear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. You know, I'm going to come clean. I did. Yeah. Yeah. It smelled really good. So what about the like uh, makeup line? Um. So right now I'm kind of just, I just started. Like I know I always wanted to do it, but I'm just kind of like, you know, finding the steps on how to do it. But I would want to do my own eyeshadow, eyeshadow palettes, my own lip liners, my own lip gloss, like just a whole page joiner line. Yeah. What's yeah. the initial steps in that? I guess fucking I mean, Just, it's really finding the products that you want to do, uh, testing them out, making sure like you like them, making sure I don't know, just because you sell makeup doesn't mean it's like a good product or again doesn't said, last any, anything long. Really. Like uh, yeah. It's really just kinda going through that process before, you know, put my logo on it or put my name on it and putting it out. I just kinda like want to make sure I fuck with the products before I even would sell it to anyone else. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of uh, I feel like I've seen a website before where you can, it's like they sell products with no brand on it, mm-hmm. and then people just buy it and, and throw their brand name on there. There, there is stuff like that, but there's also um, other ways that you can actually like customize it, whether it's like different colors or different ingredients. There's like other websites out there like that. Like as even well. more, even more customization. Yeah. So you gonna drop the eyeshadow on them? Yeah, of course, I have to. I fuck with it. Yeah. Because I love, like, I love makeup, but, like, I know women love makeup. Or men, too, you know, for those that God, wear makeup. Like guys are starting to wear makeup more. Guys really yeah. wearing, I guess, they they officially made a uh, nail polish cool for guys. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like if that's what you do, that's what you do, you know. Yeah. I, don't no know I, I don't know if I'd be on that vibe, but um, yeah. maybe I'm a little late to that. 
but the yeah, Yachty definitely. Blush, you know, like, Yachty went crazy on who else? What other rappers really was wearing? Wiz Khalifa. Wiz was I ain't never seen Wiz bro. Who else? Tyler the Creator. Yeah. I fuck with it, man. You into this? Uh, you seen this Britney Griner shit going on? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I'm what not really like that? into it. I mean, it's very sad that someone has to like go through that, and then what they experience behind closed doors that we may not know of. It's very like, I'd be terrified. There was a meme. <laughs> it was a meme of this girl that looked like Britney Griner in the strip club. It was going around. She was like eating wings, and like a stripper was on her. Like, <laughs> no, I don't it was like Britney Griner tonight. She get back. I don't know. I, I do have a take on that that I really haven't seen anybody else saying. Um, like. You know how everybody's saying like, oh yeah, they they got her out, but left the the dude in there, yeah, or like the ex marine or whatever. But it's like maybe he, maybe he, like maybe if you asked him, he would say get her out. Yeah, she's like just she's like a basketball player. She's a girl. He's actually like a trained, you know what I'm saying, marine. You know what I'm saying. So it's like maybe he's like, yeah, just go ahead and get her out. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Maybe that would make sense. Also, if he's like a, I think somebody was saying he was a spy. Isn't that part of the job? I think so. Every Mission Impossible or like, you know what I'm saying, all those spy movies, like if you get caught, we actually won't even say we know you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. But it's also kind of sad though because it's like, I don't know, it's very disheartening. You know what I mean? To be, again, I think I just kind of going back to like what may have happened like behind closed doors or What do you think bars. happened behind closed doors? Um, I mean, I feel like it could be very scary for an American to be in a, I don't know, overseas Oh yeah, prison. definitely, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened or if anything happened. I'm just saying. Uh, Being in those situations, like you never really know if you're not the individual going through those, going through that. I would have been like on the way out, like, Yo, can I get my vape pen back? <laughs> I just gonna hold it. That was weak because I actually seen the video when I think when they got her, it was like one dude with her, but the other guy had like multiple guys. I don't know. She was weird. I feel like this is gonna be a real kick to um. It's about to be like we. I think weed's gonna be legal. Everywhere. Like legal, legal everywhere. Yeah. Because now, you know, that's the, that's the question. We have, you know, we have people in this country locked up for weed. Yeah. And it's now legal. And it's like, but we talking shit about Russia for locking her up for weed, but we would we do the same shit with somebody here. Yeah. I think if you get caught with a uh, vape pen in the airport here, you're going to jail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you get caught driving, like, it's oh, a yeah, driving. DUI. Yeah, it's really like a DUI. Yeah. They really need to make some more accurate... Um, we test because yeah. think about it, if it's legal because right now there's probably a lot of jobs you can't smoke at there's a lot of jobs and then like certain jobs you have to do a drug test yeah like drug some jobs tests. don't actually test yeah. with THC but it's like the, it's just like it's so it's in your system for so long like yeah. like you like you can't drink on the job but you can drink the night before yeah or the night you know what I'm saying when you get home so it's like they probably need to make a more like accurate weed test where you could you could smoke last night at the, you know what I'm saying yeah but you can't smoke on the job I don't know if that exists yet. No, I don't think it does. I kind of. It really depends on like the position you're applying for. I've noticed like more higher positions, like with a higher salary, they're testing all that. Oh yeah, definitely. You into like um, psychedelics or anything like that? I've tried shrooms before. Yeah. Very overwhelming. <laughs> overwhelming. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's an understatement. But other than that, that's that's about it. That's yeah. the only thing I've tried. I just started watching this show today called Echo Three, mm-hmm. and um. It's some some like I'm all, I was telling bro I'm only on episode two, but it's something about like some lady gets kidnapped by like Colombian cartel or something. But like she's like a she's a scientist in the show. She's a scientist that's um, 
that's doing research on like psychedelics being used for like uh, uh, for addiction. Mm-hmm. So it's like now it's like made its way into TV shows and that's like a new reality, I think. Yeah. Like where we're getting to like psychedelics about to be really used. It's like a new wave. I'm thinking, I, I remember I actually told y'all this like a year ago. I think it's about to be a new hippie era. We're yeah. going to have a real return of like some real hippie shit. No, I could see that. You I used to like watch videos on kind of like the breakdown of how it can help like depression and anxiety. And a lot of people kind of dabble in that. So I've seen like re- research studies or just videos on YouTube about psychedelics mm. and how they have like a positive impact or can have a positive impact on someone you plan on watching the new avatar yeah the way of water i was thinking about it but i feel like yeah i'm gonna go see that yeah what were you thinking what, thinking about not going yeah because when i seen in the water it looked kind of boring like from the preview i seen it looks a For little real? boring yeah. but i seen the first one and i was like really hyped about the first one so i, I love the first one bro so he, he didn't fuck with it he said no. it was overhyped i'm like y'all some uh, shit bro I really love that. You got to enter into this otherworldly experience. Yeah. But now it's like three hours long, so I don't know. That's the only reason I really didn't go to the theaters. I'm like, do I really want to go sit in the theater for three hours? I'm like, I might want to go smoke. I want to go take a... You can't even go to the bathroom. Like, I feel like... No, you can't you miss know what anything. You don't want to you know? miss anything. I, sometimes when I go, I, I've been with people before and I'll like FaceTime them and I'll watch on FaceTime as I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stepping out. <laughs> when was that time you've been to the theaters? It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, are the theaters dead, man? Are the Not the dead? experience. I mean, if you're like trying to go on a date and shit, you know what I mean? I guess. It'd be cute. But if you have like, I don't know, HBO Max or Netflix or, yeah. It's just way more comfortable, I feel like, at home, man. Yeah. And then they make the seats really comfortable. And now I feel like a few well, times I'll, I'll fall asleep in like, that bitch. They have like the like the recline chairs. The yeah, it's too, I feel like it's too comfortable. Like I said, I, I'll fall asleep. I fall asleep yeah. like a couple times in the theater. No bullshit. I'll be like, yo, these chairs are too good. Yeah. Last time I think I was at the theaters was with <laughs> I Avery. Used to do that a lot. Um, I forgot what we watched, but she was talking the whole time. I said, "Bro, I was." Do you like, like when people talk through the movie? Hell no, not no. at all. She yeah. was talking a lot. I'm talking about <clears throat> everything that happens. Oh my god, did you this that? Giving her opinion on it. It's a dude and his son sitting I, next to us, and I I'm like feeling embarrassed. Like I know they're like, "Yo, shut the fuck up." <laughs> Are you a talker in the movie? In the movies, Paige. Not really. I if like, I've seen the movie before, I'll kind of like talk through it though. <laughs> but that is kind of annoying when somebody's talking through the movie. Like, uh, the point of the movie is to sit there and be quiet. So I get it. I'm like, oh, you should. Have but like, some people get like really excited and just want to like talk. So well, you have I a really great. You have a great point of view on this. You should. You should have helped them write it. <laughs> uh, or like trailers. So I was thinking about like trailers. Like they really like give away everything in trailers. I kind of I kind of don't yeah. like watch them anymore. Especially back in the day, the old trailers they used to really give you. The, if you go back and watch some old trailers from shit that came out like in the two thousands, whatever, sometime like, bro, they really tell you the whole movie in the no, shit. They do. I'm like, I just watched it. And that's why people don't go see it because they felt like they already seen it. <laughs> that's how I felt about Avatar. I was like, I don't know, but from what I've seen about Avatar, they say the story is cool. But it's not like some crazy storyline. Like that's not really what um, captures you. Yeah, they're saying I mean, it's like the graphics, the graphics, the and then really I think it's hey like the character development. You know what I'm saying? Like the actual characters themselves. Instead of I guess you know what I'm saying they say it's like pretty like a simple. It's like it's like a, a simple storyline kind of. Yeah. But that's not the crazy part. But I don't know. I wonder if it's like the same. Is if it's playing off the same one from the first one. I like think it goes with it. So they they actually land. I think they drop it. They said they're gonna drop five of them. Oh yeah. So they actually started shooting. I seen they were talking about they they started shooting the third one and the fourth one already. 
That's crazy. Because there was um there was kids, and like I think the, there was some kids in the second one that they had some scenes in the third and fourth one that like they kind of decided to be kids in, which it wouldn't have made sense when like when they get older. So they just like shot certain parts of that zoo. That'd be hard. I heard it took like two million to make. So I would love to see like how much they make in the first week. Bro, it took them. I think it took them seven years. Even that's 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 crazy to me. Not even just the money, the time. It took them seven years to make the first one. Sheesh. Just imagine like yeah, like like the that's always super interesting to me too. Just like the long game. Like you're talking about earlier, even like people that um in this industry for the short term versus the long term. Like I think you got to think ahead. You know what I'm saying? And that's just cool to me. Like yeah, really having like a like a like a plan that that takes a long time and kind of just building up, doing the steps. Like, um, I think I talked about it on the show before, but that that was I seen this shit like it was really crazy. It was a Russian spy that was talking about Russia's plan for America, mm-hmm. right? Um, how to affect America and then have the change they want to happen in America, which was like they wanted people to um, what was their plan? Their plan was that they, they their plan was basically to like undermine democracy and to make Americans lose uh fully lose trust in themselves in each other and the government which is kind of um, pretty much where we're at right now yeah but this was like a t- uh, a 30 or 40 year plan so i'm like yo there's really people sitting back with just 40 waiting. year plans yeah like it just this it's a different game it's you know what i'm different. saying like and then i feel like just depending on what you want to do like you got to give something time to actually figure out if this is actually what you want to do and continue like to invest your time in yeah yeah, like, um, I feel like, yeah, like, your ideas can change over time, but even you, you, you change, like, mm-hmm. um, like, your perspective on your, on your, on your ideas changes over time. They do. Or then you'll have, like, certain experiences or be in certain environments. You're like, mm, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Or maybe I want to go, like, try something else out. How have you, how you, <clears throat> how you feel like you kind of, your mindset has evolved and just, you know, making those initial that initial music with EK you said um, to now? I think the main things that it's really like wanting to do it the right way, you know, um, but also like being myself. I think that that was the main thing, like just f- first coming into it, like not really having an identity or knowing what I wanted to do or kind of just looking up to certain individuals. But now it's more so just like being myself, I think it's the main part and getting better at it. Really working on my skill set level, more performances, being more comfortable, just little things over time yeah. is what I'm noticing. I feel like it kind of starts out for everybody like that as far as like in the beginning, you kind of almost copying somebody else. Yeah, in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like then, in a way. Yeah, like you find yourself in it. like. Or like you're mainly doing covers rather than like original music and then, you know, songwriting, building up your pen, little stuff like that. Yeah, and I was, then finding different ways to maneuver, like if I want to go write with someone or co-write or have somebody write for me, just going through that process. I think that's been the difference between like the first time I started recording versus now. You've been having people like write for you a lot recently? No, not now. I wouldn't mind though. Like I wouldn't be opposed to it or even like like a co-writing session, things like that. I've thought about writing a song for somebody else before. Yeah. I feel like I want to write. I want to write a rap for somebody. I'm right around for Karen. Yo, Karen, you ready? I don't know. Yeah, Would you like, let somebody write for you though? No, I don't think so. No, no. I, I've kind of written, that. like I've written like hooks and shit for people that have like done stuff on like my albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They'll like they'll sing the hook, but like I'll kind of 
whatever write, write it tell them how to do it like but uh i don't know i don't know i don't think i, I don't it wouldn't really feel right to me not for that it's always like for me like when i'm making music which i really haven't i made one song actually a couple weeks ago with grievous but i haven't really made music in like three months that song um all the we dropped all the way recently but we made it like a little while ago but um for me bro it's like this shit is like i don't know it just feels sacred to me no i feel that like when i'm when i'm making music like it's really for myself and like i said it just feels real sacred like it just feels important like and it feels like something i have to say so i don't know if i can like let anyone try to write your uh, your life or your words for you your life or your words or like nobody can really capture how you feel better than you yeah you know what i'm saying like I don't know. To me, also, it, music is just like really like a it's like a time capsule. No, it is. That's my favorite part about it. Going back and listening to music I made like years ago, it just puts you back in that same mindset. It it, it does. It's like a it's like a personal nostalgia you have with yourself. Like I don't know. Yeah, I've some of the demos that um, I've recorded are just music I haven't released. Like uh, I've made them a few years ago, and then time will go on i'll be going through like the same situation and then being able to like listen back and have my older music kind of i guess heal the situation that's you know kind of relating back you heal uh you heal your future self <laughs> yeah kind of in a way or just like hearing the song and be like damn i'm kind of going through that shit now or to look back and be like i was going through this situation and feeling this way and like now i barely even think about it or it doesn't really have much of, a, of an effect on me what do you think is the most personal thing you uh you put in your music like, uh, like the actual situation? Yeah, like what's yeah, yeah. Um almost I mean this is kind of personal, I guess really mainly for women. Almost like having a child with someone, um really wanting to be with someone in a relationship or wanting to be with them for a very long time and that being cut short. Just like relational shit, love shit. That's like mainly. Yeah. Or like kind of depression. And those sad thoughts, sad, sad moments. So that's like the saddest, yeah, sad shit. Yeah, I was really, like, I, as the season, as the years going on too, I really kind of do feel like it's seasonal now. Yeah. Like when it starts getting cold. Like, I feel like people used to always say that, but never really believed it. Yeah. And then it gets dark at like five. <laughs> yeah, but this year, like, it really kind of hit me. Like, when it started getting, yeah, like, getting darker, I'm like, I feel different. Like, yeah. I just feel some. I feel different. I don't know. And it could be like that, like the seasons, and then when the summertime, it's like all that goes away. Yeah. I guess it just depends on the person. What's your favorite uh, season? Fall. Like Halloween. Like uh, Halloween time. What were you for Halloween this year? I actually didn't do anything for Halloween. For real? Yeah. Maybe next year. What did I do? Oh, yeah. I did. We did a Halloween pod. Yeah. I did a pod with uh, Sunny Moonshine, Rice, mm-hmm. and uh, Bobby Blaze. I was uh, Steve Jobs' son. I forgot bro name now. Can you look that up real quick? <laughs> Reeve, Reed, Reed or Reeve, Reed Jobs. That sounds about right. Reed, Reed Jobs. Jobs. Yeah, that's Steve Jobs' son. Wow. He carrying on a legacy. Nah, he is. Um, <laughs> shout out to bro. You know what I'm saying? You um, have you heard any of these rumors about Apple's new product? I haven't. They dropping some glasses. Oh yeah. Um, some, I seen that actually. Yeah, the, the AR glasses. Like the digital shits. <clears throat> Damn, that's a new wave. No, that is. That's bad. But I feel like it would like. Make you f- more distracted, I guess. Like if you're driving and I'm like this is shit you're seeing, like, yeah. yeah. But those are fire though. Not in like twenty years. That's gonna be like y'all were on y'all use cell phones. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all cavemen. Or like the glasses where you can put like a camera. There's like shit out yeah. there like that. 
Yeah, AR. That's what, I think that's, that's going to be the future. Like AR where you can see the actual world. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, virtual reality mixed in with it. You got your text popping up. Yeah. And then you got your maps. Um, to me, the cool shit is probably going to be when, um, like, if I have my glasses on here and, like, you're at your house and you have your glasses on. You can see what I'm seeing. See what probably probably that too, but like I, I you, I'll, it'll look like your hologram is sitting on that couch, and to me it'll like to you it'll look cool. like I'm sitting on your couch, whatever. Yeah, no, that house, would be you know hard. That'd be hard. So communication, I think, will go different, or yeah, like um, and I think they're really going crazy with that Neuralink. Elon Musk really want us to have Neuralink. They got it working on the monkeys and the pigs. What is it? Um, it's a so it's basically a chip. You ever heard about this? No, that, I haven't. They put in your they put in your brain. So this is... I mean, I've seen, like, movies about shit like that. Yeah, so this but. is real. They've been working on it. Uh, you know, Elon Musk? Mm-hmm. So he has a company called Neuralink. Um, they made this chip that all, that pretty much allows you to um, control technology or interface with technology just using your brain and just mm-hmm. thinking about it. So they got it working on, on animals right now. They're, they're supposed to start human, t- uh, human trials 2023. But basically, so they got a monkey playing a game with his mind. Like, it's like it, he's controlling the computer with his mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's playing a game. I think he's playing Pong. They got it working in, um, so they're going to start it out with as like a medical device. So, so it allows you to control technology. So they're, I think one of their first, their first joints is they're going to, so imagine somebody that can't walk, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who's paralyzed. They attach like, you know, the, they pretty much give them an exoskeleton made out of, you know, technology or metal. And then they have this device in their brain where they control that technology just with their brain and then they can walk. Oh, so wow. they got that working on, they got that working on like a pig too. We're not like fully working, but they have like, they have it in a pig and his brain. And then he like, they give it some fucking uh, input and his leg moves or something. So it's like, it's like close, but that's, yeah. I think we're about to move into this. Like, you know how pretty much for the last 20, 30 years, the world has changed as yeah. far as technology. I think this next 30 years about to be even crazier. Yeah. Like it's like, you know, like people really couldn't imagine today, but I think what's next it's about to really, um, really be stupid. No, I agree, especially with the things they're making. I mean, and I, I like—I'm excited for it. A lot of people are like scared about it. I'm, yeah. I'm looking excited. Yeah. Um, like they have cars, like Teslas. I think where I mean, it's not new, but like electric cars, cars where you don't have to like drive and shit, and drives it for yourself. They say so, that yeah. boy Nikola Tesla, the actual Tesla, that he been like even his time. Uh, I think they said he invented a car. Or maybe it was in total energy, like an energy source where just like infinite free energy. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have to charge it or anything? Yeah, like basically yeah. free energy. So it's like, nah, the company's like, nah, we need you to pay for that. So yeah, we can't really have that. But now it's, it's going in. A, I think it was after COVID. That's kind of what started that shift yeah. of like technology or people, you know, want to advance more. What was um, COVID like for you? Um, were you, there was a point where I was actually, I was legit scared, like for at some point of it um i mean i was scared in the beginning because i thought it was like the end of the world but other other than that it wasn't that bad i got to like work at home and shit so were you at the call center from home yeah come on i was chilling so we didn't really have much of i feel it were you you, like creating a lot during that time so so here and there yeah i was isn't it crazy how we really just shifted out of COVID? Like they just, they just let it. Kinda... They just act like it never happened. So now it's like, like, yeah, what but was it's the like, shots for? it was what so was serious. For? Like, no, it was. Not even like I said. I don't know. Like I said, um, I don't really know shit about the vaccine. It could be, you know, it could yeah. be effective or whatever. But it's like I'm just talking about just the coverage of it. The 
even like yeah with the Ukraine war when that first started it's like it's like a super intense coverage and then yeah like two weeks later act like it never happened yeah I don't and know then no no one kind of like speaks on it anymore from what I've noticed then it's like that goes I mean it's still a thing though some people like wear their masks and yeah but I, I, I guess thing. it kind of makes you question yourself like do I really care about this or am I just talking about this because everybody's talking about this yeah. if I'm if I'm really caring about the Ukraine war and what's happening over there I should keep talking about it you know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever, whatever the topic is. Like, yeah, I, don't, I think that's weird. I, I think that's kind of weird. Just um, how every day you're pretty much you're flooded with like thoughts and ideas of stuff that is like being shown to you. Yeah. And you're not necessarily really and thinking so, about that on your own. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like the influence of it. I don't know. And I guess the consumption, because depending on like if, if it's on social media, if you're like watching TV all day, it really kind of depends on, you know. What you're allowing, what you're watching. But I really think it's all like a marketing tip for real to like sell products. That's why I really just think a lot of this stuff is. Pretty much. <laughs> they want to get money, man. Yeah, like they, just a bunch of ads. Like We want you to But that's data. what, you know what I mean? That's what you're you. supposed to do. Yeah, like we look, we're going to get you. We're going to collect all your data page yeah. and we're going to send you the exact makeup you want. Yeah. The exact it's just going to be right there perfume. for me. Yeah. Um, we're going to get you right, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, what's you? Are you dropping? I think it's the year's pretty much almost over. Are you dropping anything before the end of the year? Um, a possible feature I have with Michael Horton. He's a R and B singer. If not, no other music before the uh, before the end of the year. Okay, so uh, makeup line on the way potentially yeah. soon. Yeah, and perfume. The um, any thing you want to talk about just or music or anything what's your next release i guess maybe for next year anything you got lined up next year you want to talk about or i have a current single that i'm wanting to put out fairy tale and maybe stuck on you featuring 18 and then i really would uh really want to do an ep so more music next short next year for sure oh yeah and i think actually that i think the first song like on your on platforms is like 2016 maybe or 20, 20 what is it? yeah 18? heartbeat so heartbeat was that was my first single. That was released in like 2015. I was able to get that on streaming platforms a few years ago. And the most recent one is Shades of You, but right before that it was um, 319. That was 2018. So oh, yeah. it's definitely been a, a minute since an EP or just a project in general. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'll fuck with it, Paige. Um, oh yeah, we about an hour in. Do you want to, is there anything else you want to touch on? Um, no, that was pretty much it. Appreciate you for having me. Alrighty, alrighty. I feel like this was a long time in the making. Yes. Like I said, we did the art segment uh, super early on. That was cool. I, I fuck with that. Um, hell yeah. Appreciate you for sliding. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hey, check me out. Check me out. Oh yeah, all pages links will be in the description. Uh, like I always say, fuck with artists from the 757. And um, yeah, we're going to see y'all soon. Hey. Peace. Hey.